Welcome to the podcast where we speak truth, illuminate power, and fully embody who the fuck we are. This is the Light Warriors Unleash podcast. We are all about spiritual evolution, spiritual growth, talking about the things that may be controversial, even some triggering concepts, but we are all about expansion. Come on in and join us as we reclaim and recenter ourselves in the power of who we really are. We are the Light Warriors, and welcome to the revolution. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 75 of the Light Warriors Unleashed podcast. And this is a cool episode. You are going to see tons of raw, vulnerable transparency. You're going to see the chaotic aspects that I'm dealing with in life right now including the new puppies that I brought into my field. If you're watching this on video, you're going to see all the cuteness because I'm going to bring them on. But they were terrorists while I was filming this podcast interview or this podcast dynamic within myself. And it was so fun to participate in and be a part of because they literally like took out the lights. They unplugged stuff in the in the like wall. Um, They were barking. They were like yelping because they were wrestling. It was actually really kind of fun. And I want to welcome you to the first episode of 2024. Um, Beautiful expanded year ahead of us. Lots of potential distractions and distortions dropping in through the field, but lots of possibilities. So I bring it back into following the nudge today and aligning in these intuitive hits because we do not know what's about to come down the chute. We don't know why we're meant to take certain actions. All we are meant to do Oh, and there goes the light again. It's to continue in our alignment and continue to trust in the space we're moving into and continue to mold and be and become and remember who we really are. So with no further ado, the first episode of 2024, Light Warriors Unleashed podcast. Let's get her done. What is up, beautiful people? Welcome back. And I'm excited. This is the first episode of 2024. Um, and, you know, I thought about like, what do I want to lean into in this episode? I could talk about the 2023 year. I could talk about what I'm expanding into in 2024. And I was like, eh, you know, some of that feels juicy and some of that feels aligned and some of that feels like on point. But I, I was like, nah, it just doesn't feel that inclined. And just so you guys know, um, for those of you listening to the podcast on your ear right now, I am a disheveled mess up here on video. And, you know, I love when I record on Zoom videos because it has like this natural built-in filter that like makes me look even cooler than I normally am. Uh, Riverside, which I'm recording on right now, does not allow the same effects to have happen. And so I'm like, oh, I look like a disheveled mess. And those are my new puppies. And I want to speak into this conversation today about trusting your intuition Um, trusting the alignment of divinity, of God, of universal source, of whomever it is you speak to, but also to starting to dismantle the conversations that we have in our mind that talk us out of things. And, you know, I love and appreciate the duality we get to live within. I love and appreciate the world we get to live within. I love and appreciate the conversations we get to have in the world. But what I love, one of the things I love the most inside of this space of, and you know what, I really love the puppies are like awake right now. I just took them out for a little walk to kind of get their piss and vinegar out before we go to sleep. It's 8.50 p.m. for me right now. I'm recording this podcast literally the night before because I wasn't in a podcast groove this week. I had been off for two weeks of recording and I was like, oh my God, it's Thursday. 
I need to get a podcast up. But as I was saying to you guys, what I love and appreciate about life in general is when we lead and trust our intuition, cool things happen. And it doesn't mean that it's easy to do. And it doesn't mean that there won't be challenges or complications or all the things that there is. It just means that it leads us into beautiful experiences. So let me tell you about these two puppies that landed into my world. So I've been lately, okay, lately, I say this, having the conversation with friends about getting an animal. And I said, I'm going to wait till I get to my new place in February um, because I can have animals there. And it'll just be, huh, excuse me, this is going to be an amazing podcast for like bloopers. (laughs) It'll just be an amazing divine connection. So the other day, literally like maybe Thursday, a week ago, a week ago, last week, um, a friend's son tagged me in a post on Instagram and one of the groups we're a part of here in Costa Rica. That's like kind of like the community group. And these two puppies were found and the guy needed to find adopters for them right away or fosters at least right away until he could figure out what happened. They were just on his property. It ended up being that they were part of a litter of 10 And the two of them escaped from the yard and went for a walk in the middle of the night and landed on this guy's property. And I got a message from one of the women that's a neighbor, another neighbor of the woman that has the puppies. And she said, we are looking for adopters for them. You know, what are you thinking? Because I messaged, are these guys still available? So I had a conversation with her and uh, she's like, you should come down and see them. And I said, like, come up and see them. They like lived on the mountain. Right. And I'm like, okay. So I said to my girlfriend, Rose, I was like, let's go, let's go visit some puppies. Excuse me. I'm in the middle of trying to record a podcast here. Excuse me. Yeah. You can one of you come over here and see me, please. Thank you very much. Okay. For those of you guys watching the video on YouTube, this is Lily. Hi, Lily. So Obviously, if you're going to go see a litter of 10 puppies, you're probably taking one home. Even in your mind, you don't think that that might be happening, but that is the thing that's happening. So we get to the property and Fran, who owns the property, says to us, you're the only person I've let come onto this property to see them. And I go, oh, they felt me. You know, they felt me coming in, right? They knew I would I would hold space for them. They knew I would honor the puppies. They knew, they just knew because I would, and that's who I am. And So I meet the puppies, you know, obviously I'm like, okay, like, what does this actually mean? And I said to Fran, you know, I'm I'm considering taking one. She's like, how about you take two? And I was like, two. But then in my mind, it makes kind of sense because they'll keep each other occupied and play with each other and all the things that, you know, you would put in your mind as a logical thing that would happen. So it ended up she was trying to get me to pick some of the the bigger ones because some of the young ones were were getting sick. And she said, you know, this one here doesn't eat a lot and I'm a little bit worried about her. But when I picked her up, she looked me dead straight in the eyes, like looked directly at my soul and said to me, I've been waiting for you. I was like, okay, how can you deny this? Right. How can you deny this? So when I picked her up, I said to her, "What, what do you want your name to be? And she said, Lily, and I said, okay, Lily, let's pick you, let's pick another one. I was coming to get two boys, by the way. Okay. I wasn't coming to get a girl and not that I am, you know, racist or anything or whatever the word is, sexist, sexist by any means at all. I was just like, I've done the girl dog. I want to have two males. Apparently that wasn't the case, right? 
intuition led me to Lily who said, I need you. I need you. And so I ended up picking another male uh, dog who I had in my arms and he needed to go pee and I let him go. And then he ran into the bush and we couldn't find him. So this right here is Clark for those of you guys on video. And I found Clark next and I picked Clark up and I said, Hey Clark, and he's a little bit smaller than all the other males. Do you want to come home with me? And at first he was a little bit hesitant because he was going to miss his partners in crime, but he said yes. And here is Clark right here. So what happened the next days that followed were the dogs got Parvo. Well, supposedly, we don't know for sure, but they got a vaccine before I even got there for Parvo and they got super sick. Four of the litter pups had passed away this week, literally so sad, right? Because their immune systems couldn't hold it. But two young pups that came home with me, obviously are alive, made it through because I sent the cavalry in to help. I called some friends who do energy work. I had intentions set out. I was feeding them silver and honey, water and salt for electrolytes. And I just kept syringing it into their body. And I just kept holding intentional space for them that they would make it through. And Lily was the first to bounce back, which I'm not surprised, but I really feel that she would have, she may have most likely passed away if she stayed at the location. Because imagine trying to hold nine dogs, right? She, one of the, her cleaners took one of them and then the other dog was actually at the vet. Uh, no. Yeah. As you can tell, she loves to touch the wires. Um, and so it was so sad. It was a sad week. And I watched these pups move through this get to the other side, you know, there's still some remnants of stuff, but as you could tell, they're like super hyperactive and in alignment. And why I say this to you guys today, and I tell you this story, not for like, um, you know, not for you to look at me and go, oh, wow, good for you, you da, 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 or all the things, but for you to recognize that our intuition, even though I wasn't prepared, I wasn't prepared for six and a half week old puppies. I didn't even wrap my head around this decision like of what this actually means and coordinating my schedule to match it and thinking about, I can't go to the gym and leave these puppies by themselves right now. So luckily I have some support in my life that is beautifully aligned in the case of what this was, what this experience was. And I'm starting to take them to the office. They're now going to yoga. I'm training them to be exactly the dogs I want. I can take you anywhere with me. And they're great in the car now. Like they literally just lay down on their chair and they chill out till we get to our location. Um, but I didn't, I wasn't planning this. This wasn't a, I, I didn't have food. Like we literally stopped off at the vet. I was like, what the fuck are you guys going to eat? And I needed to get just some kibble um, to hold them over, but it, they don't even really like the kibble. I'm not surprised. You know what they like? Raw food, raw meat, cooked meat. They love lamb um, and all the juicy stuff, obviously. And that's what I desire to feed them anyways. And that's the diet that I'm going to move them on. I'm going to make sure that they have beef organs and that they're all juicied up. But I didn't have an intention to take home two puppies that literally are seven weeks old today. Like I didn't think that through. It wasn't a concept in my mind that was happening. It was an intuitive nudge. The same thing happened when I moved to Costa Rica. It was an intuitive nudge. It dropped in and I said, yes, okay, what do I need to do? And I started to literally move the energy through. So when I talk to you guys about intuitive nudges, sometimes 
it's in spaces that we don't even recognize as to why. Maybe these dogs needed me to save their life. And they are coming back in reciprocation in my world to help serve. Like literally Lily's an empath and I watch her in empathic energy. You should see her when I take her out and she meets people for the first time. She loves on them. She gives them so much joy. And I watch her light up and her brother's starting to do the same. He's a lot shyer than her. He's starting to do the same. Excuse me. No, Lily. And she's pulling on my computer cord and now just unplug the computer. Um, This is what I'm dealing with. Like this is the, this is what I'm dealing with. Lily. I'll be right back on my video here. Um, just got to go get a cord from a puppy that is pulling it out of the wall at this moment of time. And let's get plugged back in, people, shall we? No. Okay. She's very independent. But I also feel from her that she's been a dog before because at six and a half weeks old, she went and stood at the door and barked to let her out. Oh my gosh, this podcast is not going to be recorded without all these interruptions because now the alarm on my phone's going off. This is fucking hilarious. Well, I'm back now from turning off the alarm on my phone. Um, This is fucking funny. I love this. I love being raw and real and showing up in the space of just all of me authentically (laughs) to you guys. Um, So in connection with the intuitive hits, I I don't know why this happened now. I don't know if it was because I was meant to come in and save these guys and something is going to transition. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And maybe they're part of my joy pack. You should see the way that they walk behind me. So I call them, they come, they walk behind me. Um, they know their names. They do their business where they're supposed to. They are a beautiful, beautiful expansion experience. Now, granted last night, they kept me up most of the night because he has abandonment issues, but I also feel that um, at a time a couple days ago where he was really bad, I thought I was, I thought he was going to go. Like I actually thought I'd wake up to a dead puppy and I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to die. And I feel like he picked up on my energy field and took that as I'm going to abandon him. (coughs) And I'm like, shit, I'm imprinting on my puppy who's six and a half weeks old, a thought process that I get to control And this is the conversation I want to have with you guys today about listening to your intuitive hits, but I also want to talk about consciously creating because today I had a conversation with him. I brought him to my body work session with uh, one of the women that I work with for energy and my body physically and all the things that are going on. And she says, he looks really sad. Like he's holding a lot of anxiety. I go, yeah, he's got some abandonment issues. And then I started to tap into him and I go, holy fuck, I'm the mother that created abandonment issues in my puppy. It came from me because he felt like I was abandoning him in a moment of time where he needed me to be strong. And I'd forgotten in those moments when I'm dealing with the human dynamic of things and the real human side of being on earth, uh, death and literally helping someone move out of death, right? And not dying that I forgot the power that we hold in our intention and manifestation. So I kicked back out of that pretty quick looking back on the scene because I was like, fuck this shit. You guys are all living like you're my peeps. This you're my family. Nobody's dying today. Nobody is. But in the imprint of my vibrational misalignment and going into a low vibration of worry and going, fuck, fuck, 
this could actually happen. I created an imprint distortion in someone directly connected to the intention I had set. And I'm like, holy shit. If I can do that in real time and honor it and see it so potently aligned that way, imagine the other things I could create in a beautiful energy. Most of the time, we have so much energy behind the shitstorms in our life, behind the struggles, behind the chaos, that we literally elevate the energy through the chaos. We do it all the fucking time. All the time we do it. And it's interesting to watch and to feel into this energetic field and the space of this, that when we start to do it in conscious awareness for the betterment of our energy, for our impact, for our wealth strategies, how much it changes. But we've got to be able to stand behind it with the same intensity that we have when we're in the shitstorms of manifestation. And I think this is the hardest part for us to understand and comprehend as humans is that we create it all, all of it. Now, granted, I changed the energy real quick and I had other people in my world where the dogs were at my girlfriend's place and I had other people going, they're going to make it. So the imprint was dominant. But imagine if I was on my own, what would have happened? I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't have made it, but he has and he is. He's like over there looking at me now going, yo, bitch, you better not abandon me. So now I'm working with him to create stability in his nervous system and safety in his nervous system. And he's seven weeks old as a puppy because of an imprint I created. And I go, fuck, this is a powerful fucking thing to recognize. And I have a lot of awareness, guys. I have a lot of awareness, but I'm also a human, right? And I've also never had to deal. I had a nine-week-old puppy when I had Athena and she was way different than these two. She slept through the night. She would just wake up when I woke her up to go pee. She would come back. We'd go back inside and go back to sleep. She was amazing like that. These guys last night kept me up the pretty much the whole night. Literally, I woke up and my girlfriend was like, what the fuck is up with you? I was like, I haven't even slept. And I still got work to do tonight. It's 9, 9.05 here. And I'm like, okay, we can do this. I signed up for it. I can hold the capacity because it wouldn't have been dropped into my field if I couldn't. So what's the new system? What's the new ritual? What's the new practice? How do I continue to move through? How do I continue to honor my body still to do the workouts that I need to shift in the space, to still eat the way I want to, to still read the way I want to, to still embed the way I want to, to still meditate, to still post, to still deliver content, to still create money and impact in the world? How do I still do it all? And I can, and I'm watching myself balance it this week. One of the cool things about this week and about following your intuition is when I was back in Winnipeg, I was told I should make flyers for the office space here. We call it the healing space. That's what we're calling it. And there's three of us that work out of it. Um, one man, he's an osteo. He rents the room from us on Mondays. And then Laura and I share it the rest of the rest of the week. And I got back from Winnipeg, printed the flyers, put a flyer on the window, and Bob's your uncle. I haven't done anything else with them. I need to start to circulate them into the world. Because a woman this morning texted me, I saw your flyer, would love to meet with you and just chat about some things. So she came into the office. I had some space in between calls. She came into the office today. We chatted. I was able to get her into a session today with me. We moved some stuff, did a past life exploration session. And it was the coolest thing because she wouldn't have known my field. Then I, we come to realize we have so much in common and I'm like, we're going to be friends. Like, I just feel that about her. Uh, we've been through some same life experiences and it's just been a beautiful, beautiful way to move through the world. But these small things, 
like get a flyer, these small things like answer that post, these small things like maybe you should get an office. They're all pretty small. You know, our rent is minimal. It doesn't cost us a lot to work out of there. Um, I'm showing up there twice a week now in the community doing yoga there four days a week to be a part of things. I'm starting to meet other people. I'm starting to expand my reach. I'm starting to move stuff through. But why if this is happening for me is I'm showing up too. I'm showing up. I'm following the actions. I'm listening to the call and I show up and I keep showing up and I keep moving it through and I'm coordinating stuff. The dogs are going to have a post about them um, on the cafe's post about welcoming them to the family because they're going to be a part of the family. They're going to be a part of it. Everyone's going to know who they are. So when they're running in the courtyard and they're going pee in the bushes, people will know that that's Lily and that's Clark and they're going to know them and they're going to be part of the community just like I'm part of the community. But the only way I got included in the community was because I made a decision to take aligned action and to trust my intuition and to step into the space and to show the fuck up. That's my message today. I could give you all the synopsis of 2023 and give you some juicy info of the things I've learned. I could tell you about the growth I'm expanding into and the person that I am remembering to be because it's already in the ethers. I just have to remember her and what I'm creating in 2024. But I think coming out of the gate in 2024, one of the most important messages that you can hear today is follow the nudge. Follow the nudge. I'm going to call this this podcast episode, Follow the Nudge, because there's a powerful place of connection, of deep-rooted things, of peace. You do not know what the whole intention is with the nudge. I don't know if we'll ever know. You know, sometimes later down the line, we find out why something happened, right? Or we look back, there's a song um, I used to hear and a country music artist sings it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Carrie Underwood about thank God for unanswered prayers. No, Garth Brooks, right? Thank God for unanswered prayers. The things that we're settling for that we think are in alignment for us, but really aren't, right? And um, recognizing that, that sometimes our belief system here, our limitations or our struggles or our unworthiness or our not enoughness is creating and dictating our life right here. When God, divine flow, universal alignment is calling us forward into a new path, but we cannot get there unless we start to listen and take action in our intuitive flow, period. We can't, and we don't even know what that feels like or looks like or is yet, but our job is to surrender into it and move. I don't know why I own seven-week-old puppies now. I don't know. I don't know if there's another calling to it. I don't know if they're going to be doing work. I don't know. But I do know that Lily's an empath, and I know that for sure. And I go, maybe I have healing dogs. And maybe their whole entire mechanism is to bring joy into the world. And how can I get them bringing more and more joy into the world? Not just as puppies, but as dogs, as companions to me, as a mission for our lives together. I don't know. So I want to leave that in your field today as I go and figure out how to merge all this stuff together because of all the craziness. My life feels crazy right now. And it is in a beautiful tapestry of crazy. And I am so grateful that I get to experience all of the dynamics of it's crazy. In all the ups, in all of the mechanisms, and all of the learning, and all the things. And I'm just really, really grateful for this journey and holding space in the journey and being in the journey and, you know, just being here with all of you. 
Also, welcome to the 75th episode of the Light Warriors Unleashed podcast. Who knew in February of 2023, when I launched this out of the gate, that this would be a thing? And when I said to someone the other day that I um, released my podcast producer from my space and world, they're like, oh my God, you're shutting down the podcast. I was like, no, I'm just going to do the editing myself for now. Figure out the rest as I move through. And they're like, oh, thank God. And I went, oh, people are listening to this. And if you're here right now, you're listening to this. So I just want to say to you from my heart to yours, thank you. Thank you for believing in the mission. And thank you for believing in yourself enough to step up, to listen to podcasts like this, to help you shift a narrative in your world, to help you maybe create a new imprint, to create another dimensional energy, to remember. Thank you for being here because I could just keep recording podcasts and no one could listen. But I know someone's here listening, whether it's five of you, whether it's 25 of you, whether it's 58 of you, whether it's thousands of you coming into the future. Thank you. And remember to follow the nudge. And I'm just going to ask you if, you, if there's anything about this podcast that you love, if there's anything I said in this podcast today that you're like, yes, quote me, tag me on Instagram. I say this all the time and I'm going to encourage you to keep sharing it out. It's important that we get the mission bigger, that people find it, that people connect into this, that people start to listen because light warriors are needed right now, especially moving into 2024, mm, even more so than ever before. So keep maneuvering through people and trusting. And I'm sending you out lots of love and light. And I'll see you guys again in the next episode. Well, we know that you like the podcast potentially because you're still here listening to this actual audio at this moment of time. So all that we're going to ask is, can you please just help us share it out? Take some friends, share it with a friend, help us spread the word because each of us moving through together as we collaborate, as we move within this light warrior movement helps each of us illuminate in lights. And we're just so grateful. I'm so grateful. The guests are always so grateful too that you help us spread the word that you help us really step into this space to be able to own all of our pathway. And we are just so grateful to have you here. And thank you again for listening.